1: And good afternoon i'm doug sovereign kcbs political reporter and host of the state of california along with patty rising and jeff bell
0: california is getting ready to move to the next phase of its response to the coronavirus as the pandemic continues to wane and the state's numbers improve
1: but even as that happens a bay area lawmaker wants california to mandate vaccines for all workers and require companies to make sure that their employers get their shots we reported last Friday on the announcement by State Assemblymember Buffy Wicks of Oakland about the bill she's introducing that would mandate COVID-19 vaccines for all California employees, with exceptions for medical and religious reasons. We want to dig into that proposed California vaccine mandate a little bit deeper today. So we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Assemblymember Wicks, a Democrat who represents the 15th District that covers parts of Berkeley, Richmond, Emeryville, and, and Oakland. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, So first question, as the state starts to look ahead to COVID-19 becoming endemic rather than pandemic, and given that something like 80 percent of eligible Californians are already vaccinated, uh, why now? Why do we need to mandate something that it appears most people have already done?
0: Well, uh, one, thanks for having me on the show. Um, Secondly, I think, you know, the pathway to endemic is through vaccines. You know, the reason why we're seeing less deaths, and less time in the ICU is because of vac- vaccinations, right? That remains a critical piece to um, combating this, um, this terrible um, disease that we have. And I will say there are still people in the ICU and people dying today, and the vast majority of them are unvaccinated. Uh, and so the data is very clear. Vaccines work. And, you know, workers deserve to be safe. They deserve to be safe in the workplace. You have jobs that can't be done remotely. um, And they deserve safety. And so this bill basically says if you work in California, either as an employee or an independent contractor, and you come in contact with other people in the course of your job, you deserve to be safe. You deserve to make sure your coworkers are safe. And that means being vaccinated. So
1: one of the key questions that seems to come up every time we do a story like this is enforcement. What would your bill mandate in terms of who is enforcing what?
0: Well, the employer would be responsible for ensuring that their employees and their independent contractors are vaccinated. Um, so they, we're, we're working language in the bill, working with Cal OSHA to ensure that that can be done easily. We're working with business groups right now um, and business leaders to try to make sure that we do this in a way that it can be implemented um, in an easy way. We know businesses have gone through a lot over the last two years. They deserve certainty. They deserve some predictability They deserve a statewide framework that they can work with. And they deserve a bill that is easily to to implement. Um, You know, we've put in the language in the bill also that there would be a fine for businesses who refuse to comply. And that'll be, you know, negotiated through the legislative process that we'll have all year to have those conversations. But we want to work with all stakeholders to make sure we're creating a bill that keeps our workers safe, keeps our economy open, and enables us to really combat this virus and to move into what our new normal will be which in, in my hope is that we're all vaccinated. And if we do have a breakthrough case, that it's a, you know, hopefully for most people, no more than a common cold, right? And, you know, for some others, it's going to be worse because of, you know, comorbidities m- morbidities, and other issues. But hopefully for healthy folks who are vaccinated, this will be something that we can live with. And it's just going to be part and parcel of our life. I want to talk a little bit about feedback from companies because we've gotten a number of news releases from groups and companies that are against this, and one of them refers to your bill, AB 1993, as a reprehensible power grab by the state government. How do you respond? Well, you know, when I did the press conference on Friday, I had the small business majority, who represents 85,000 small businesses, speak in support of the bill. And the point that they were making is that You know, they want to keep their workers safe. They want to keep their doors open, most importantly, you know. And also, many businesses want this type of mandate because they want to keep their workers safe, but they don't want to wade into what has become a political conversation around vaccines. And it's unfortunate that it's a political conversation because it should be really based on data and science and facts, right? But it has become so polarized. So I think you have a lot of businesses who say, give us one standard, Give us something that we know we're dealing with, that we're going to honor for a defined period of time, you know, so we can see our way through this this pandemic. Um, So, you know, and I understand there's people that are on the ideological right who don't agree with this. And, you know, I welcome the debate that we're going to have over the next, you know, seven, eight months on the bill. But in the end of the day, we can't let a small group of conspiracy theorists. Peddling misinformation, and, you know the anti-vaxxers drive our public health policy. Our public health policy should be driven by facts and science. By facts
1: and science. What about Californians who are self-employed or unemployed or, or otherwise just not connected to a company or employer? They would not be covered by this. How concerned are you about you know whatever percentage of people that is uh, falling through the cracks?
0: Well, this is all the stuff we're going to have to negotiate through the through the legislative process, right? And this bill is not a you know, urgency bill, meaning we have to get it done today. It's a bill that we're going to go through in many different hearings and take into account a lot of different considerations and figure out for different types of folks what does this actually mean, you know, and you do have folks who, you know, they're self-employed. They don't come in contact with other people through the course of their job at all, you know, and they work from home, you know, and so they're not exposing other people. They're not being exposed themselves, right? And so we'll take all that into consideration, but the goal is to vaccinate as many people as we can, keep our workplace safe. And, you know, keep our economy going and move as you started the segment right from pandemic to endemic. And we really view that vaccines is the pathway there.
1: Given that, what we just said about moving to uh, endemic, uh, the state health secretary said today that um, the administration is not ready to relax the mask mandate for schools yet. But he hopes to set a date to do that that he would announce on February 28th. What are your thoughts? And I know you've got kids um, about kids wearing masks in school and whether it's time to make that a recommendation and not a requirement.
0: Well, I think we're certainly headed in that direction, especially as, you know, um, vaccination rate increases. I'm also a supporter of Dr. Pansville to require COVID-19 vaccines um, for, for school-aged kids to go to school. My, my, uh, my daughter, who's eligible, isn't vaccinated, and my youngest one isn't yet because she's not eligible yet. Um, but I think if we especially see that high increase of vaccination rates, I think that's what's going to enable us to be in a place where we can, again, go back to some sense of Sense of normalcy. Of normalcy.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Always good to speak with you. State Assemblymember Buffy Wicks of Oakland checking in on the state of California. Her bill uh, is going to take some time to get through the process. Uh, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. A very lively conversation going on there today. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.